Street Champs, come get put on. Today I'm in here with the B Foundation. How are you guys doing today? Great. Excellent. Mm. Like All it. of the above. I'm fabulous. Mm. More than anything. Good spirits. Fabulous. I'm more than beautiful today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're lighter than normal today. <laughs> oh, no. We're about 200 pounds yeah, light. You got right. the elevation effect. <laughs> Where are you guys from? Los La- Angeles, Los California. Angeles. Yeah, we, uh, he lives in West, Kurt lives in West Hollywood. Pat and I live in Monrovia, which is real close to Pasadena. Mm. And uh, Gilbert uh, lives in, uh, who gives a fuck? He's not Ontario. <laughs> He's not here. Ontario, Canada. Gil, we miss yeah. you. Sorry you got COVID, man. I was looking forward to seeing you, by the way. Yes, we're down one member. Yeah, so we're the B-minus foundation. Yeah, the B-minus. <laughs> They're Thress Foundation. That's right. Yeah. But Gil's lame anyway, so. Yeah. If COVID's even real. Are we getting on that? Maybe, yeah. like maybe his wife wouldn't let him know. <laughs> something weird like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to Colorado. <laughs> his, wife, his wife hit his guitar. You're not going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. You never know. <laughs> All right. Um, but, you know, speaking on you guys, I want to get back to, like, the really beginning. Um, first off, how old are you guys? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I'm 44. Fucking hey, that's hard to say. I'm 44. Yeah. I'm 42. I'm 44, but I'm the new guy in the group, so maybe I got a couple more miles. <laughs> when did you turn 45? February. Oh, fuck. See, he's born 40, in he's the 70s. 45. Did you guys know 44 is still young? Oh, yeah. I hear that's, um, you know. Is that the, the name of a song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still feel young. I still fucking... <laughs> will you know, be now. <laughs> actually, you know what? Yeah. I like to, I still play shows. I play golf. And then uh, it hurts the next day. So I feel young while it's going on. But then like after, it's bad. Yeah. I would say I'm in, I'm in much better shape and health now at 42 than I was here I've, 10 yes. years ago. Yes. Yeah. So younger, but older. This yes. is the best shape I've ever seen Pat in his whole life, actually. Yeah. You guys want to see my six pack? Yes. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> Anyways, still show the ladies what you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys have kids? Anything? Yes. Jason and I have a kid each. Together. Together. <laughs> <laughs> they adopted. Yeah, we did. Yeah. He's got my eyes. <laughs> no, I've got a yeah, I've got a ten year old uh, daughter. Her name's Kalia. She's uh, she's doing like acting, and modeling in L. A. and. Uh, it, she fucking surprises me every day, man. She's a, she's yeah. an awesome kid. So, yeah, I got a seven year old boy named Calvin, soccer champ. Went to the LAFC championship to game, uh, nice. game today. Had the time of his life. Got beer thrown all over. Got him. beer thrown yeah. all over him. Didn't flinch. Thought it was great. <laughs> Did he win? Uh, he won his game, and then he went to an LAFC. There was the championship game oh, today. Oh, I thought that. Oh, I don't know. That's shit about professional. Right? I thought that yeah, was it's like, like MLS. Oh, word! I thought it was like the kids. So he went first time going to a soccer game. He saw a championship game, triple overtime, one in uh, penalty shots. Yeah. Doused in beer, mm. loved it. Is that the team right there? No, this is uh, just uh, some Nike sweatshirt that was oh. like on clearance. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I went to Marshalls. <laughs> it looks cool. I was like, I found it at Marshalls. All right, yeah. He was in Marshalls. I like it. That was funny. And I, I have a four-year-old dog, and his name's Otis. Yep. Yeah, and a cat named Liza. They so those are my children. Yep. They're high achievers, though. Very. Respect to the cat gang. I have a cat too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Does, this, does it poop in your house? In the litter box. Oh yeah. Mine poops yeah, inside yeah. and outside. Dude. Yeah, that's cool. That's real cool. So yeah. is my puppy. He's a fucking asshole. You <laughs> <laughs> can't get her to learn just to poop outside. Yeah. Uh, you, so um, 
you guys travel, like, you guys all travel together um, with, maybe with, you guys ever bring your animals or you guys just? No, I've never, I've, I've never, uh, we brought your, your dog to Reno one time, right? Well, that was a, right? What about kids? Yeah, Otis? Yeah. Remember, well, it's, I don't want, it, it was my dad's funeral, remember? Didn't we bring your dog to that? Oh, yeah, we did. You, you and I went and we played did. acoustic yeah, up yeah. there, yeah, and we brought Otis, yeah. yeah. What about kids? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, kids. when we can, you know, we're, at this point of our career, we're not, like, touring hardcore. Like, years ago, we would play 200 shows a year, right? Like, and we oh, were wow. nonstop, we were known for, you know, burning buildings down and just touring until we couldn't, you know. Allegedly. No, yeah, for sure, allegedly, right? Allegedly. So, you know, at that point, we couldn't bring our kids, but, like, let's say we shoot to San Francisco for a show, or we go to Arizona or San Diego, I mean... I'll bring my wife and, and daughter, you know. Yeah. What, what happened? Why'd you guys start down touring? 44. 44. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can that answer, about sums it up. Yeah, I can answer that question. Um, sorry, I was fidgeting and shit. Um, the reason that we stopped touring was, uh, you know, it's crazy in, in this business, right? Like some months we might make like five, 10 grand and like, you know, we can pay our bills. And then some months we might, this is back then, you know, 2010 or so, you know, we, we, then some months we might make fucking 500 bucks because we weren't touring, you know, and, uh, you got to spend money on, you know, recording and just to keep the band alive. It costs money. Right. So, um, it was just real crazy all at the same time. Uh, my wife got pregnant and, uh, we had, I worked as a server at a restaurant and we had no, um, insurance right my you know it was we had medical or whatever you know the government funded shit was and we went to i went to go to the doctor's appointment with my wife who was pregnant and it was totally in pasadena in this cracked out fucking place and this lady came in and they were sweating her over her drug test they weren't going to let her check on her baby because she failed the drug test and i'm just like sitting there like what the fuck am i doing right now like, I love my band so much, but, like, I can't, like, let my family be like this, right? So I was I was going through my own personal thing, right? And then I got a phone call from this asshole across the table, Pat. And he goes, hey, Jay, uh, I just got a second DUI. And uh, I'm not going to be able to leave the state for more than a week. 18 months. Yeah, I can't. For, for a year and a half, I, can only, I can't leave the state for more than a week. So I'm like, what are we going to do? Just travel in circles around California? I know it's a big state, but... You know, so we just kind of pushed pause on the, the band and took a couple of years to normalize. And I had a kid and, you know, we figured out life a little bit, shifted gears. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're still here, right? We're, we're still playing, thing doing, we're playing festivals and we're, you know, we're still a big part of this, this thing. But we can't do 200 shows anymore a year, mm-hmm. you know. For sure. And what what at what point did, did you, you not get want me to it? talk about your DUIs? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Now he's the best driver. No, I'm all open about all that stuff. <laughs> now he's the DD. Yeah. He is tonight, for sure. <laughs> I am the DD. A trusty DD. Yeah. Yep. A trust DDD. Trusty DD. A trusty DDD. Yeah, back when we were touring all What's the time. What's that third D? You threw three Ds in there. <laughs> back when we were touring all the time, there were six, six guys. dope driver. Yeah. There were six guys, seven guys that would be with us, and we would have to rotate sober nights by, we'd yeah. go alphabetical, right? Mm. Like, fucking... Ian, Jason, I don't want to show that I don't know how to do alphabetical stuff, but when it was, when it was Patrick's turn, I, like I, I would always just kind of like not get drunk myself, you know, just in case, mm-hmm. just, to, just to make sure in case Pat had a good time. Because, you know, the people always bring in Pat shots on stage yeah. and like, you know, just, hey, you know, they want to party with Pat because he's a singer front guy. And I'm just like, God damn it. Today is P night 
and he's supposed to drive, <laughs> and he's got shots coming his way. So I remember that happened on Posada. And it was when Soup was rocking your. Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. And you ran in, you're like, "Who the f is doing this? I gotta drive." Fucking Pat, Pat playing the guitar. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Soup was like passed out on the couch. He goes. Tell him Soup didn't do it. And he go, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> so you go take a shower, and then you run through the house, and you jumped on him with your towel, just your towel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been known to do that shit. We drew a dick's on his face that night, I think, right? Yeah, we, remember there was that dick fucking um, squirt gun? Yeah, yeah squirt that's gun? right. Yeah. Whoever passed out would put the dick by their, like, put their head and put the dick by him and take a picture. Oh, yeah. yeah it was, you it don't ever pass it Yeah, if you pass out with your shoes yeah, on, you, lot, you remember a lot more details than I do, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's the, the Posada house. Um, we had a house in El Camino. <laughs> it was the party house. It was when we um, first brought these guys. Back in 06 and 07, right? Yeah. They canceled some of their shows and just stayed for like a week. And we just barbe- <laughs> we just drinking, drinking Ben's, barbecuing, and acting up in the middle of El Camino, a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, acting a fool. It's a nice neighborhood. The good old days. Acting up. We had, we had their Winnebago. We had another, our dr- driveway full. The, um, across the street, we had another tour van with a trailer. Our neighbors are like, what the fuck do you guys do? Didn't you break your ankle at his house too? I remember you slipped that was on the you, hardwood yeah, floors. Yeah, yeah. But me and you were uh, riding my fell down the stairs. We're, we're riding my snowboard down, down the, the stairs. stairs into the living room. The two steps down. <laughs> I'll, I'll and down. I was in socks. Yep. Ba-boom. And I went slipped and sleep. Oh, yeah. On the, on the wooden steps in the basement. I thought there. it was a snowboard. seems unlikely. Remember we fucking indoed him. Boom, boom, boom. It was uh, like I, I believe Gil fell off the roof or slipped on the roof that night. Yeah. So. yeah. We were drinking tequila though. We're talking about oh, then it's tequila, Coronas, and A and W tacos. A and W tacos. That was before we went to Mexico. Fuck, I don't know. Wasn't it? Probably. Because then I I didn't do I didn't do anything about it. I didn't go to a doctor. Yeah, you you yeah, you just powered I just kept the walking shows, through yeah. it, which is probably really bad. And thinking back on it, Very, you know, yeah. throw a blood clot or something like that. But I I think we went to. <laughs> San Felipe. Yeah, that's right. And then I was hobbling around there trying to find like pain meds down in Mexico. You know? <laughs> Which is super easy. To yeah. yeah. Every three I found blocks. Right here. Well, yeah. right. I found, I found, I found <laughs> Flexerol. I found Flexerol. Never found. We were too busy and, putting yeah. shaving cream all over. But alcohol band. numbs the pain a lot too. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got super pissed off about that revolution. We put shaving cream all over their van in Mexico, and it was like uh, that. That eats paint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like the least of things we've done to bands, but <laughs> we can't. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so, um, how long have you guys all known each other? Let's get a good like uh, names here, because I feel like we haven't even said that. What's who's, what's everyone's names? I'm Patrick Stevenson, what do singer you B Foundation. I'm Jared Vigil of Stainless Events. Mm. Uh, Kurt Denninger, drummer B Foundation. Recently, a new edition, Bobby Brown. Yeah, he was a new edition. That's how you got him. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is Jason. Uh, I play bass. I started the band with Pat back in 2001. Mm-hmm. Long fucking time ago. Say that again, the, the, the year? 2001. Mm-hmm. And I'm Adam from the Greenlight Stainless. Mm-hmm. We've known these cats for... 2006? Yeah, six, six or seven, I believe. I hit Jared, hit, Jared hit me up. On MySpace. MySpace or some MySpace. shit. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring you guys to Colorado and I could probably get you guys like 500 bucks. I'm like, oh, fuck, let's go, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was the first per- person that ever brought us to Colorado. And um, back then, that's when we really started touring. And we were, we were, we were blessed with some early Ecomouse tours where we were making really good money and, and uh, opening with him. And, and he was, they were using our equipment. So that's kind of, I think that's where we got the money from, not because of us at all. But then when we had to go out on our own, it was hard. You know, we didn't really know people, and and he was the first, Jared, Jared and Adam were the first people that brought us out. And uh, fuck, I, here we are. I think I networked you guys with um, 
Bella Who, because I just had them too, like, I hit them up in the middle of the winter. Yeah. And I got in my house in the middle of a storm in the Midwest, and I routed them to the green light. And then the show was well. And then right after that, I started hitting you guys up with the Batsies and a couple other bands. Yeah. And I think I linked you guys up. I was like, hey, hit up my friends from Maryland. I just, I just booked them. Yeah. And then it just became like a network. I mean, they spread my word around. Um, Bella Who spread my word all around the East Coast. Um, I think the Expendables hooked us up, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah, because I know they brought the Expendables was the first band that brought us to Colorado. I want to say uh, in bigger venues, but yeah. we're never down here to Pueblo. I think we played with them in Denver one time before I met you. Yeah, and with Eka Mouse, we played. You know the fucking. I went to your guys' Eka Mouse show. You guys played at the um, the Ogden. Bluebird. No, the Bluebird. Oh, no, the Bluebird. Yeah, yeah, Bluebird. Bluebird. I remember Gil got fucking hammered that night. Remember they, they gave us a bottle of Jack Daniels? You don't remember. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> Gil's, not, Gil's, Gil's not known for drinking. Yeah. He's the stoner guy, and he got all hammered. And, and we're playing with Eka Mouse, and we're playing like all our punk songs, like just idiots. All these Rastas are just staring at us. What the fuck are these guys? <laughs> like, oh, they're using our equipment. <laughs> I remember right. Eka Mouse in the green room. Who's got the weed for the mouse to smoke? <laughs> Third person. Oh, I love yeah, you look at this dude. He's like a fucking giant. Man. With the he's helmet like, on. He's like, yeah, yeah, his he's, army he's, helmet. He's, he's, army he's, he's literally as big as a fucking doorway. <laughs> sure. He's a big fucking dude. He shook my hand. His hand was like as big as my forearm. <laughs> he used to say to me every night on tour, hey, white boy, you got drugs? <laughs> <laughs> and usually the answer was, uh, no, but I'll go find them, Mr. Mouse. <laughs> and, uh, oddly enough, I, I'm from Maryland, so I have you know played with bands on the East Coast and a band I was playing with that was like punk, reggae, I don't know, rock, called Power Movement Project. We played uh, in Ocean City, Maryland with Eka Mouse, and we had similar stories. We started talking about them and just like from being on the road and then realized that I knew Ballyhoo from that band that I'd like played a show with them like 20 years ago, yeah. somewhere in the middle of nowhere in, in Maryland with like no audience, just us and them. And then, you know, Fast forward 20 years, hanging out with the B Foundation, playing shows with them. We go to see them at the Roxy yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Nice. they're on tour with Hyrie, and we're hanging out on their bus. And they're like, oh, from PMP? Dude on his laptop had a video of that show from... Howie. You know, Howie. Howie. Yes, you know he's got it all. Howie had it from yeah. like 2000, <laughs> yeah. and I pulled up a video, and he's like, look, dude. I was like, oh, it was horrible. Delete that video. Why do you have it? <laughs> but it was crazy. Like, you know... Twenty years later, pulled it up all quick back too. Up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was on so he's good. Yeah, he's like, oh, I got oh, this right here. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I noticed that um, the Ballyhoo was really on top of their uh, social media. They uh, always yeah. been. Yeah, yeah, they since kill it. day one. How a master been really, really great at that. Like we're talking sublime archive days. Yeah, yeah. 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 he booked a show in forty-five minutes. I, I went home at five thirty in the morning. So I was at the, we were at this party and I heard Kelly Girl on a podcast on a on a satellite. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is this? My friends like, oh, it's Kelly Girl. I'm like, that's the name of the band. They're like, no, um, Belly something. So I go to MySpace, hit up Kelly Girl, boom, Belly who? Hit him up. MySpace. Like, it was like five thirty in the morning. I was all fucked up. That's when the work gets done, bro. Yeah, yeah. I saw him the other day. So I hit him up five thirty a.m. in the morning. We had that show booked before six thirty a.m. Holy shit! <laughs> you know what I mean? You you were talking to Howie on MySpace? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. We we probably played more shows with Ballyhoo than any other band on the planet because we uh, we shared the same agent. We shared the same agent for like four or five years, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh yeah, it was really easy for the agent, right? He's getting double paid uh, for both bands. Is that, <laughs> like, is that Zach? Yeah, Zach. Zach Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was it was easy because so they booked us together a lot, and 
Um, but then it, it became a thing. Like a lot of the talent buyers, right? They would they they would love that package because Ballyhoo and B Foundation was, was starting to be a cool, fucking great show. You know what I mean? And we packaged it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we, we meshed did, well together. We did. We did BC on and off songs stage. Together. Yeah, especially in beach houses in in Florida. I think there was a good. There was like a, a year and a half stretch where we not, we toured nonstop. And we, we did a tour with them, a national tour, and then we had one show with Slightly Stupid, which we played that one show, and then they offered us their whole tour because we're so attractive, right? So <laughs> we, we did the whole tour with Slightly Stupid, and it ended up, and then we started another tour with Ballyhoo. And it was like fucking nine months straight, nonstop touring, and just they were there you know, with Ballyhoo the whole time. So we're, we've become really, really close friends with them wow. over the years. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. Um, like touring with all these big bands... You know, how does that make you like feel when you just walk out into a stage like that? I guess you know, there's, there's a lot of people that want to have that feeling that probably watch this in there. I don't know. They dream of that. Sometimes I'm nervous. Hmm. Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> um, you get nervous a lot. Shit. Well, how long has it been? Tw- Twenty years now. We've been playing. I still get nervous. Yeah. yeah I, before shows. We I were. Yeah. God, I, I, I'm, Even if there's nobody there, I feel I like nervous I'm, to impress Jason. If I was on stage and see that many people, I'd just fucking probably run. No, no, <laughs> you, you know what? You know what's interesting <laughs> is, is it seems to be less nervous when there's more people. That's yes. what I was just gonna say. So we like yeah. years ago. I feel, I'm not trying to drop any names here. Okay, look, years ago, years and years ago. Oh, like, watch your toes, everybody. 2007, <laughs> we're playing with Dirty Heads in oh, Santa Cruz. Big toe. And there's like fucking ten people oh, there moderate, to see yeah. us at Moe's Alley in oh, wow. Santa Cruz, and Jared is in the back, like just bugging out. He just does not want to go on stage, and he's he's telling me like you know how nervous he is because there's no one there, you know, like they got to go out and perform, and there's nobody there, and uh, and they walk out now in front of fucking fifty thousand people, and uh, I don't know. I, I want to chew on his ear next time I see him to see how he feels about that, but uh, you know it's funny because you just said the same thing. It's 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 difficult when there's there's a smaller crowd for sure because you feel the energy from the crowd right so you get out there when it's a big show and I don't know it seems seems to go off better mm. until you fall off the stage. <laughs> right? Gil, That's great. Who's falling off the stage here? Gil. No Gil. one here. Gil did. Gil's falling off the stage mul- multiple times. Yeah, he saw, actually uh, Adam flew out to California. We played one love festival back in was that 2019. It was. <clears throat> We're playing in front of like fucking seven, eight thousand people. Catch a fire is coming on right after us. There's a lot of people there to see them, probably not us, but we're up there doing our thing. And it was raining. It's raining. It's raining, yeah. And Gil fell off a six foot stage to the ground. Like, off a oh, speaker. Boom. It was a speaker right in front of the stage. He was all showing off, playing. Yeah, slipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know then if he, he steps on the fence and's like, yeah. <laughs> We're known for that. You know, Gil over the years will climb on speakers and, and just, you know, fall off. overshadow his. <laughs> That's uh, on film. Oh, I, I he filmed it. it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it was actually it. Big Jackie did it on my phone. The recent one. Right. The one that we showed yeah, the one where he fell, fell off. Yeah, he got a nasty, nasty bruise. <laughs> it's like the size of a basketball. Nasty. I think I have some videos from. Uh, maybe you guys played Warp Tour and we hung out with you guys. We're that was fun. Warp Tour yeah. Denver. Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I, so one of the guys in our band jacked off in the in the uh, Broncos locker room that day. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to say which one. One of the guys, dude. <laughs> one of the guys. Damn. Same day, I also took a shit in the blue. Uh, you know, what are those porta potties? Mm. Oh shit! I just said it was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. I would fuck the Broncos. Damn. 
just well, I don't care. Just, <laughs> I'm just sports. kidding. But yeah, one of the guys in our band jerked off in the Broncos locker room. Let's ride. That's badass. Yeah, let's ride. <laughs> I mean, who? I mean, who wouldn't do that, right? Where exactly? Like on like, uh, the bench area? Or like they're not like group too? showers. They're kind of like individual. And mm. that was the backstage for Warp Tour, like for us bands to go shower and stuff. So. I couldn't pass up the opportunity, you know? The room we're yeah. in right, the room it's we're definitely in right now was the county jail group shower. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There's some Can't shit happening down here. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. Oh. <laughs> That's the same, the, the jerk-off day is the same day when uh, Pennywise, you know, Fletcher, the guitar player from Pennywise, he walked into one band's tour bus and smashed a wine bottle over a dude's head because he thought he was talking shit about Pennywise and then found out later it was the wrong band. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Yeah. That's, He's scary though. That's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, I have a bass guitar um, they all signed and um, he goes, they all sign it and he takes it and he goes, if I see this on eBay for sale and I'm like, it's going to my living room, bro. And he was like, oh, you're cool then. <laughs> and then dude from Guttermouth comes up to me and spits on me. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, right on, homie. Yeah. If you haven't been spit on by Guttermouth, yeah. you haven't been to a punk show. Yeah, that's punk rock. That's gross. <laughs> and he just, he just spits on people just for the fuck of it? Dude. Full beers. <sighs> yeah, that's gross, dude. Yeah. Damn. Pretty pretty kind of gross, so to say hi in a hug, he does that. It's his thing. Damn. Damn. And a lot of cocaine. To each his own. I guess it's not as bad as whatever Gigi Allen would have done to you. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know, dude. I don't like being spit on. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of myself. Anyways. Yeah. Street yeah. Champs. I want to ask you a question. Go for Can it. Can I ask, ask you a question? question? Yeah. Uh, who's, a favorite, who's your favorite person that you've done podcasts with? Besides I, us. Mm, that's, that's, you know, great caveat. I would say there's this legend around Pueblo called Sancho Man. Very, that's, very legendary person. Jared? Maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe both of them. Jason. Um, his name's Jason. Right? Yeah, Jason Benchurio. He's kind of like a local, like, crackhead, you know, schizophrenic, crackhead, alcoholic. He has, like, 10 DUIs. Oh, sick. And that had to be a good conversation, Damn, but weird. Yeah, I'm you know behind. what I mean? Like, those kind of people, like, the way their minds are, it's, like, fucked up, but it's interesting. Was, was it's it interesting. Focus, was it a art, focused man. conversation? He makes, like, YouTube videos yeah. Yeah. and yeah. does weird shit in them. Like, is, he, is he homeless? Like, you on no, the street? No, no, he has a house. He lives in Dogpatch. Yeah, it's just, like, talking to someone that just truly just... Does not give a fuck about anything. Just it's just really refreshing, and I liked him a lot. And I want to have him back on, but he's a crackhead. It's hard to find him. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to find, yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the title of that podcast? The Sancho Man interview. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, go check so that check out. Listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're talking about um, me, him, and Adam get together and talk about from that first Expendable show on my birthday in 2005, six, six, 2006, and then do a whole like history up until current. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of because, I mean, we kind of made this scene here. Brought the reggae, reggae Tony scene. Tony Perez a little I bit. agree with that statement. Like, it was I like, agree. I mean, the first, I mean, like that, that first year, it was like a couple shows and then hooked up with these dudes, Bella Who, Expendables, um, Bad Seeds, and just went full force. I mean, I was destined to do one or two shows at the Green Light every fucking weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I tried my hardest to do that, and it was pretty consistent. There was a show once a week, I mean... There was a show every weekend for like five, six years straight. 2006 and 2007 was heavy hitters yeah. out of all those years, though. And like, wow. I remember the guys were like, hey, Jerry, we're going to do, um, we're, we're doing our tour. Um, so what month do you want and what date do you want? And then they would kind of plan their tour around our states around my date because we were going to sell out. I was going to give them their full guarantee. And we yeah. just, we, like, we treated them good. Um, they appreciated all our um, accommodations, our hospitality, um, our vibe. And uh, we just all became really good friends. So it was just like, you know, we hooked them up, they hook us up. You know, and then when, we're, when we go to their state, 
you know, shows, they put us on guest list, we hook up, we're just, um, we're just a good, a good forming network, you know what I mean? With the these. word you're looking for is uh, family. Family. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's family. Mi yeah. familia. For sure. Checking out the set list. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we Trying had to, we had to adjust it because our lead guitar player got COVID, like mm-hmm. I was telling. So, um, couple curveballs in there. Yeah, so we, <laughs> had, we had to change some Maybe shit a slider. <laughs> what are you guys looking at the list, dude? I told just you. Just to see what we're going to play tonight. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious what we're going to start off with, you know? Get trouble. the mental, get the trouble. Make sure I don't have any names and shit. Starting trouble. Yeah, we're going to start some trouble. Yeah. And that's too damn tough. Okay. And then we'll stop and we'll go blaze one. All right. Nah. And then do drums. Hey, don't, push, then, don't push me away, though. <laughs> don't push <laughs> anybody away. You know, back when we were young, we wow. used to hang out with Jared and Adam at their house. But now we're moving on. Yeah, now we're moving on. <laughs> but whatever happened about with the B, we're never going to go away. Nope. Don't Don't blink. blink. You guys got to do Judy Girl. You know, we used to practice in Costa Mesa. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah. What happened after that? Uh, I don't know. I've got mixed emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have, a B- I, have a, I have an old school B Foundation CD I bought online. And when I looked at my credit card, they charged me 90 bucks for it. And it came from fucking Japan. Yeah. And I was I like, could have you yeah, and then you're like, okay, I told you that. And you're like, dude. It was the black one, right? With the grenade. No, no, it was white. Or the white, white one. one. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I would have gave it to you. And I'm like, well, I pay ninety dollars for a B Foundation CD. <laughs> by the way, it's a well-traveled CD. So. Yeah, I still have I still have a bunch of wrapped J- Japanese shit in my in my house. Yeah, so. yeah, we were talking about that today, man. That was a fucking wild, wild tour. Yeah, we're so Japan? so blessed to be able to do that, and I don't use that word loosely. Uh, yeah, we toured Japan two thousand seven, kind of all when we met these guys. Mm-hmm. We had uh, fifteen shows, fifteen days we were there, thirteen shows, and twelve of them sold out. Wow! Imagine like 500 people smoking cigarettes in the same room while you're trying to sing every show. Yeah, Patrick, I mean, we lost our voices like halfway through easily. Wow. It was horrible, but we went into the Tower Records in Tokyo, and there's a cardboard cutout of us. So uh, <laughs> that's that's, the, that's the story I'll tell my grandkids. You know what I mean? If I if my daughter is not gay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> I mean, there's always adoption. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. But yeah. So that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, that's like, they have a big smoking culture for like youth Smoking cigarettes. Like, really? Oh, dude. And raging too. There's people that. fucking hanging from the rafters and like, this is a wild time. And you know what sucks? And I could talk about Japan a long time, but we, we play the show and then we mandatory have to go to an after party because if you don't go, it's offensive. You got to pay to get into this after party with your own money. And then it's all you can eat, all you can drink. That goes to about four in the morning. And then you go back to your hotel. And then at eight in the morning, you got to be back in the lobby to get to your next show. And you do that all over and over and over again. And I don't remember much of Japan. We filmed all of it. But I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I would do it in a heartbeat. But I literally, and I think back, like there's so much missing from my memory because it was a fucking blur. Mm-hmm. You didn't have time to like soak it up, you know. Were, were you guys single back then? Yeah, uh, we don't want to talk so. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fifth. Listen, babe, if you're listening to this, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I was, I was married. I got married in 2003. I've been with the same girlfriend girl since like. 1996. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was born in 97. Well, I, I don't know why you guys are clapping. But. <laughs> you were born in 97? born in 97. I'm 25 yeah. right now. I graduated high school in 25. Yeah, I graduated high school in 96. You're, you're younger than my youngest daughter. How old are you guys? 45. 45? Love when you're 45. Oh. You guys are both 45. Fuck yeah, I feel young. I got three younger than somebody. I got five grandchildren. 
Would you believe that? Jared's got fucking my, old, my oldest daughter is going to be 30 next month. He had a grandkid at oh like 35. That's just weird. Dude, I was a fucking animal when I was the teenager. That's all I got to say. Out of those. Oh, my daughter's never heard this? You did not hear that. Yeah, bleep that out. Yeah. Beep. Beep. So how's a... Oh, it's getting back into... Yeah, sorry, we do this a lot. Like, yeah. no, we're I, gonna ramble on. There's gonna be not a lot of content. I appreciate it. I'm I'm interested in this. Um, sorry. So, ha- what other countries have you guys been to because of music? Like, just toured or just whatever. Canada and Mexico, right? Yeah. So North America, yeah. Japan. Yeah. 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 It's you, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we were on a major label in Japan, so that kind of supported the whole tour. It was fucking awesome. Like you were signed in it, Jap in Japan. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, how did that come about? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember how it all started, but um, fuck, I don't know. Did you get like we, an we, email from no. Japan? Like, hey, yeah, no, we we were connected Japan, through some. We, you know, we were connected you know. through uh, some people, like the bass player from the Dirty Heads. This guy Dave uh, was. We, we were connected to uh, this guy Mike Patty, who ran the this reggae rock thing called the Pier. It was kind of like a community organization. Um, and they kind of had a connection somehow, and somehow we got worked into it. And then our original manager, our first manager was this guy, Dave Rezin, and he, had, he owns Surfroots TV and Rezin Music. Super cool guy. Um, he managed us for like, I don't know, plenty of time. And he, he was kind of connected into with OPM and some of the suburban noise groups. And uh, OPM had gone on tour there. So I, I don't remember how it started, but it came our way, and it was fucking awesome. So I took the lead once we got the you know once we got some sort of connection there I kind of took over the communication and and all that good stuff but I don't, I, I couldn't tell you who, you know there's plenty of people to thank to for that connection but I don't know, I remember who so there's like there's like a Rasta Japanese people dude mm-hmm. you want to hear some we could talk about Japan all fucking night I mean you know? like, I listen I, we we took two o- we took two ounces of weed with us to Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is unheard of. I don't know if you hear about Paul McCartney got fucking... The Beatles are banned from Japan for taking marijuana there. And uh, we, we took... Yeah, we took, two, we took two ounces of weed to Japan. And we were smoking out the Japanese bands that were opening for us. And we were sending them to fucking outer space. The sour diesel. Yeah, because the, the weed that they have is not, not that great, right? But anyways, the record label owner one night... After the after party, shows up in my hotel room, and the drummer and I are asleep in the room, and he comes in all fucking hammered, and he's got a bonsai tree, and he's like, comes in, turns the light on in our hotel room, and starts tearing apart the bonsai tree, and in the bonsai tree, there's like a ball of hash. Oh, and he's yeah. like, and he's like so stoked because he's got hash for us to smoke, and I'm like, bro, you don't even fucking know. <laughs> we, we brought California's finest with us, and then we smoked him out and changed his life. I'm sure. you know, like, we're we're, we're, we're from Kilo Cali, yo. Yeah, man. the last day on tour, we were we were in like a 15, I don't know, tall hotel, and we were throwing weed out the window, and it was all grinded up, you know. But we were throwing out the window because we were going to leave, and we. You know, we're just idiots. We're also throwing uh, pillows, pillows and couch cushions. I don't know how we didn't get arrested. Did the TV make it out? No, but but uh, seriously, bro, like 20, the 20th floor, we're throwing couch cushions out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was stupid. It's like hitting people We're in stupid. The They're like... Okay, Thinking really back now, out. I would never do that. <laughs> if oh, I, of course not. If well, I had a time machine, but we were just, you know, we, we were young and we were fucking party animals. Like I told you, we burned some buildings down in our day. Talking about allegedly, the furniture and stuff off the balconies. 
So remember when I got we got kicked out of the hotel? You guys were playing I at Cervantes with who? Expendables? Or somebody? I don't remember who anyway, was there. It was for Minus Soup's birthday. We're down there with you guys. And we're at Cervantes. And I, we're, it was Expendables. The big room? Yeah, the Cervantes. Yeah. yeah. And we went back to our hotel room. We are just raging. And I had, a, I, had a, I don't know, back then I was always pretty fucked up. And I had a thing for like throwing mattresses off balconies and stuff. So I threw the bed, <laughs> I threw the whole bedroom set off the balcony. We got kicked out of our hotel room. Oh, they um, kicked you out for that? Oh, yeah. Jeez, that's hard. We, You're like, I need a new mattress. Yeah, yeah. the new hotel was like six people staying in it. So we had to go get this ghetto-ass hotel off Spear. And there was like eight of us in there. Three of them were on shrooms. And it was just a... We went from nights. a Marriott courtyard to a Ramada. Uh, okay, I, I believe you. <laughs> I remember. You Cassie did mushrooms. Okay. Remember? Vaguely. Okay, we told Vaguely. you guys, like, you guys got to go sit outside. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's the same night that... Raul from the Expendables just jumped into a dumpster behind behind Cervantes out of nowhere just to be cool or whatever. <laughs> just leaps into a dumpster and all I hear is like beer bottles going everywhere. Like, oh. Yeah, and then he showed us his wristwatch the same night. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's fucking weird. But that's what I that's what I remember about that because I don't think at that point we had played with those guys and we went up there and we did our fucking set and we came back out like and they were like, well, you guys are fucking. Pretty cool, and then we ended up doing some more, a lot more shows with them, obviously. But yeah, yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah, that was on a Saturday, and you guys played the Green Light that Friday. Yeah, I, re- I remember, man. Yeah, Ooh, the Green Light, man. You know, and then we used to do Mo Boogie. You know, they don't have Mo Boogie anymore. No, no, not yeah, Mo Boogie no. cool. I love like, that Mo, Mo Boogie, Boogie was, was this loft in in Denver above Lotos. You would go up there and play acoustic, but they would film it right and like they put them on like YouTube. Yeah, yeah, a cool setup like this. You put them on YouTube, and the videos were getting like. A lot of plays, hundred thousands of plays, and they had tribal seeds, and they were really fucking young, and Pepper, and us, and all these bands. But what I'm trying to get at is that we would always come here first and party with these assholes and be, <laughs> until like 10 a.m. until like yeah until like 6 a.m. probably, and then we would have to be in Denver to we do those mobiles at yeah. like 11, well, I 12 sleep noon. Until yeah. I got out of the van so we would be yeah, fucking wasted, hungover. Yeah. yeah, if you go look up B Foundation on YouTube, Mobile. You can see us. We look haggard in every single one of them. <laughs> every one. Because it was always after being here. Yeah, I was after the Greenlight show. So oh. I just played that in the, I just played that at work in my lab for some of my coworkers to show them show them your guys' music. And I was like, damn, they look fucked up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. The, the night before was at the Greenlight. It's our fault, dude. Yeah, it is your fault. Red red alcohol face. I'm sorry. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm really not sorry. I'm like looking for vodka just to normalize yeah. before we play. <laughs> yeah, my patio yelling at me through my bedroom window. Jared, wake up! <laughs> so are you, are you sober now? I am. How, how long have you been sober? Uh, it'll be five years in June. Yeah. June. June. Yeah, that's nice. good. Yeah. That's, that's good for a round of applause. Mad love, bro. Because if he would have never called me with that second DUI, we'd be world famous by now. Now we're worldly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't. Have been, I, I wouldn't have been a very good father either. We were touring like madmen back then. Was it uh, just alcohol you had a problem with, or anything? anything no, else? it was anything and everything. Really, nothing intravenous or whatever that word is. Like intravenous. No, intravenous. Yeah, no needles. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. When he I, shot I drugs, it was always heroin. in his eyeballs. Never touched heroin or anything like that. But you know, ecstasy, methamphetamines, coke, pills. Really, mostly alcohol. I would say was the primary one because, uh, but the alcohol led to. Everything else, so mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me about the meth. 
about the math? Yeah. What's keeps you awake. Like? <laughs> <laughs> makes you creative. Yeah. I hear it's it makes good you for, crazy. I hear it's good for projects. Yeah. Like you that never on. get completed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. Like, it's a good project starter. Uh, like, like sm- smoking, up. smoking, snorting. That was kind of like towards the end, I guess, mm-hmm. of my my run, um, which was uh, that was like for a couple of years. That stuff. So, you know, just uh, sit sit in the in the apartment and just do projects. And drink a red wine. That was my Pinot Noir. That was my drink of choice. Classy. Good choice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. What were the projects? Like, you told me the one where you were wiring. Taking oh, people apart. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything, Why, everything. Wiring a motorcycle. But I had a motorcycle and I was trying to attach, like, some sort of brake light or, or something like that. And just, <laughs> just funny. I ended up cr- crashing because I couldn't stay awake anymore. And you would go out into the back where my motorcycle was and there was just cut wire like a circumference of like 10 feet, just, just <laughs> cut around the motorcycle, around the motorcycle and just like, just electronics and stuff, just, but never completed the project. Yeah. You know, nothing ever worked. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's just a little story. You're like, wait, one, this is a fender project. for a Volkswagen. No yeah. wonder <laughs> <laughs> this shit doesn't fit. <laughs> a 1976 bug doesn't fit my motorcycle. We had a neighbor that did math and he had fucking mad projects going on. Oh, Homie would have something in the front yard hanging off his front tree for sale. Something new uh, by when the sun's coming up, he's out there putting something on hanging on the tree for sale. And we lived on Jerry Murphy, busy road. He'd fucking have all this fucking shit wired up and this and that. We went in his house, just like you say, there's fucking everywhere wires, things taken apart, things put together halfway. And one time he said, Wow, well, I, I can fix your fucking your car. You can do something. Mm, and like, you can't. Uh, <laughs> well, we knew how to take it all apart and fix it, but you don't know how to put it back together. We looked next door. The tires were off. It was on jack. Yeah. Like, no yeah. reason the tires needed to be. But he's having a fucking blast that, when he's like, doing it. Oh, he just had it all in pieces. Happy as could be, smoking a cigarette, no shirt, fucking chilling. And I'm like, tell me. He goes, yeah, man, I don't know how to put it back together. Said, yeah. okay. Did you, you wanted it back together? There's YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, now but, Pat's, uh, he's uh, like 26 mile trail runs and shit. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm doing trail running now. That's a, it's kind of like my thing. That's dope. So definitely flipped it, flipped it 180. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where I interested. I played hockey for for many many years as my extracurricular activity, but I've I've started to really enjoy the trail running, which is great out here in this this area too. So oh yeah, it'd be nice to get out in these these neck of the woods. You ever go to like uh, what's that called? Like NA. NA. Yeah. Narcotics Anonymous. Yeah, uh, I didn't do the meetings. Uh, my girlfriend also got sober with me. Oh, really? Um, as of now, Melissa. Nice. So we did it together. I love you, babe. I love you, babe. So you guys were like off the shits together. We were. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She, who who kind of got who? Uh, I think I I was already in it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we started hanging out, and then uh, she kind of just partook, and then it just spiraled big time downhill. I'm not going to get into any details with her unless she's here to say that's okay. But she's very open about it. So it's not like, you know, she doesn't want to talk about it or anything like that. But she ended up going to a uh, sober living house in Laguna Hills uh, called uh, Ashley. But it was a house for all women. So it wasn't like a rehab, but you could live there for free um, as long as you kept the job and stayed sober, obviously. And I just, I cold turkey off of everything and just... One one day at a time, but the only time I, I did meetings is I'll go with the meet, I'll go to a meeting with her. Um, she did meetings because she had the new meetings through that. She was there for a year, 
Um, but I prefer speaker meetings because you just get to sit back and listen. No sharing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not big on the sharing and stuff like that. I'll share here, no problem. But so, yeah. So I didn't really do the meetings, um, but just tough through it, you know. And uh, I still partook in the the weed, I guess, uh, with tinctures. For a while after that, you know, I would just do drops and, and stuff, and then just kind of, I don't really do that anymore. So uh, now it's just coffee, dude. Mm. <laughs> a lot of fancy coffee out there, though, right? Yeah. Same with coffee. Uh, but it's hard sometimes because, uh, like we were bef- talking before, I get nervous still before shows. And obviously one easy way to cure that is with a bottle of booze. So I just have to sit in it now. The anxieties, it's just the natural anxieties. How nervous were you? How nervous were you before uh, One Love, the big one? Well, you saw I was pacing back and forth yeah, with my guitar. Pretty fucking nervous. Yeah, yeah. And then my and then a, my bass and that broke. Was pretty new sober time, wasn't it? Very yeah. New so I got sober in. Yeah, we hadn't really done June of 2018. Yeah, that was in 19. Of Beginning of 2019. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was still like a new experience. New thing. That yeah, and that was like a big show. It was a, it's the biggest show we've ever played. And Today. But once you get up there and start playing, it kind of it goes away mm. for the most part. You know? Well, I took away some of Pat's for, like, anxiety because my bass broke like 10 minutes before we were supposed <laughs> to play. And like the, the nut on the bottom that holds the strap, right? The only way you can fix it is by putting wood in that hole and re-drilling it. And we're like walking around looking for trees to like <laughs> grab wood. And and uh, I fucking had a panic attack because I was freaking the fuck out. I mean, I only brought one bass. And then and then Kyle Smith's uh, bass player um, came to me. And we didn't really know Kyle that well at that time. I, I kind of met him that day. And he's like, he, he told me, oh, man, I used to listen to you guys back in high school. And I was like, fuck, that's awesome. That makes me feel great. He's like, well, I'm only 25, if that makes you feel any better. It's kind of funny. But that's right when he was just, just starting out. You know, that, that guy pushes really hard. And I really respect him as an artist. Um, but uh, with that being said, his bass player loaned me his bass. Was it Chris? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, mm-hmm. same guy. And so uh, I, I had a bass. And he literally handed to me two minutes before he went up and played. And fucking save my ass, bro, because I've been sitting down on stage. So I don't know how much, how nervous Pat could have been at that point, because <laughs> his fucking leader guy next to him was losing his fucking shit. But uh, that was that was a really fun show. But yeah, yeah, I remember you. I asked because I remember you being really nervous. Yeah. I just had my guitar strapped around me, and I was just walking. And it was cold as fuck too. I had my jacket on and, and stuff. So, but it went off well. Gil fell off the stage to yeah, get yeah. the attention from my anxiety. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gil. Thanks, Gil. Good job, Gil. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. But I've been an anxious person. I've always been anxious, like anxiety. I've had a countless numbers of panic attacks in my time. And it, th- usually they're all based from uh, too much partying. Mm. Like, so there's, there's a reason for them and stuff. So not when I was growing up. I, I didn't party in high school. I never drank, never smoked weed or anything like that. And I was never anxious. And so I think it all just kind of started when I started... Uh, partaking in the party life and there's probably a little bit of guilt in there and stuff you know like uh just kind of going off the the paved path into the unknown and just like oh what am i doing like oh i'm doing cocaine you know <laughs> okay cocaine's awesome though yeah. just i want to be clear about that you know yeah yeah <laughs> it can be yeah cocaine's great <laughs> wasn't my number one choice but uh, so yeah, yeah I mean, so now uh, Kurt was mentioning the trail running, and I find that that's <laughs> the easiest way yeah. for me today to deal with any anxieties. Mm-hmm. Is to cause it's easy. You just strap on. Because I live in we live in Monrovia, like we said. We're strap right on. next to yeah strap ons. 
It's Strap weird. Strap-ons. <laughs> that helps with my anxiety. Strap-ons. <laughs> we live next to mountains, so it's really easy just to... I live like a mile from the mountains, so I could just throw on some shoes and just hit a trail and just get the fuck out of Dodge for a little bit. And it's great. What's interesting is we live in a city of 30,000 people surrounded by Los Angeles, which is, I don't know, a million people plus. I don't know. It's yeah, you go, up, you go up to the trails up there and you'll run into like, on a weekday, like five people. So it's, it's like really, really nice to just kind of get away from the hustle and bustle and, and just clear your mind, which kind of sucks because when I get out there in the quiet, all I hear is ringing in my ears. From the tinnitus, <laughs> from playing twenty years in a band without wearing earplugs. So there's always this reminder huh? of <laughs> <laughs> what? There's always this reminder of like, I, you know, it could be from the shooting guns in Mississippi too. I don't that, know. That, that started it, which is interesting. Yeah. I probably had tinnitus before that, that but we got drunk on moonshine in the middle of fucking Mississippi somewhere. And we this were, is at my family's house. Yeah, it's Van Jason's family's house. Two days or something like off, and and he had. Who who was it? Your fam- what family aunt. member was it? This is my aunt. Had like and you know a, in Mississippi they're all family. Had a plethora of guns and we just middle of the night moonshining it up, shooting guns, no earplugs. Classic combo. Yeah. Not only that, you guns. know what? Shooting guns and the, and the moonshine was cool, but we also they have like a, a huge fucking I mean like acres on acres right and they've got ATVs oh and stuff God. and this guy <laughs> I go out and Pat's riding ATVs with no fucking shirt on. And no shorts, no, sandals. Just, just shorts and sandals, no shirt. And he comes back and he has like a million bug bites. <laughs> <laughs> like his whole body is covered in fucking malaria. <laughs> like, it was brutal, dude. But it was, it was after that specific time where I really started to notice the tinnitus. Because I was shooting this gun called The Judge. It's like a handgun with like it's shotgun a 30, It's a, 30, a 38. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know, dude. And I'm not into guns, so but I'll shoot them without earplugs, obviously. And... It was kind of like there where I really started to be kind of like notice it and be a little bit more like, oh, this is actually a thing, you know. Yeah. And now it's it's twenty four seven. Like I have tinnitus, and I, you know, if I sit in a quiet room, like it's 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 what I hear. I thought that was the Earth's energy. And guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Tonight, I'm probably not gonna play with anything in my ears. <laughs> so have I learned anything? Yes. But uh, or I might stick some. What I what I find is uh, I haven't gotten into the in ears world yet. <coughs> you um, need to. Yeah, game changing. So, um, but uh, I like to stick Kleenex Kleenex in there, and it like it muffles it just enough. Yeah. Because as a, as a singer, you know, if, if if you stick stuff in your ears and then you sound nasally or you sound stupid, to, not stupid, but you sound just bad. You know, you can't. It's not clear. Mm-hmm. And then you got Kurtz professional awesome new symbols that he's going to be clashing tonight too so those are definitely going to be washing, washing yeah I went to pro drum to buy sticks and then walked out with a <laughs> yeah. 20 inch crash and like ah fuck I did it again <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I don't know I guess I went off track with the tinnitus but uh, we've gone off track with every question <laughs> yeah that's right. kind it's of what hard. you're going to get here. we accomplished nothing but uh <laughs> probably be a good listen I don't know cocaine doing doing <laughs> band stuff sober for me is much more fun and much easier I remember a lot more, um, and I actually, you know, Jason can handle me, can deal with me a lot easier too. You know, you're not, and he's you're not looking for me after a show behind a dumpster somewhere, 
with a bottle of or no a four loco. I'll tell you what though, with a four loco in my hand. I'll tell you something. I always talked about with Pat. Like, yeah, he was a fucking drunk motherfucker for a long time, but he always could go on stage and perform. <laughs> like I seen this guy, he can't walk, but he can go up on stage, sing the songs, play guitar. For the most part. <laughs> Maybe like four or five shows in our lives I unplugged his guitar and he didn't even know. But other than that, <laughs> but other than that I was always just so impressed at how he could drink so much and just perform. It's crazy. If I go if I drink a bottle of Jameson and go up on stage, you ain't getting nothing yeah. out of me. Nothing. I do I do have a a a, mem- a good memory, I'm surprised I even remember it at the tavern when we got up on stage and I I, I looked down and I saw looked at my pedal board and I had triple down. No, I had, at Sweeties? Yeah. Oh, nice. I had triple the amount of pedals than I normally had. when I, when I Hit I, the one in the middle. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I guess we, we managed to play that set. Good yeah. job. That's awesome. Yeah. Just to tack on to that, though, I do like this Pat way, way better. <laughs> yeah. And he's Mute, writing good. Write music. Yeah, I'll, I'll give Jason rides to, the, to LAX, his family, yeah. in the morning. With a, he's yeah. He bribes me with a coffee. He's yeah. very reliable. Coffee, dude. Like, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, no, but we've been writing, and, and uh, I really like the material that we've been making, and uh, yeah. But there's one one thing that's coming out of it is, is I've turned into this obsessive gearhead now. Yeah, that's true. Like, insane. Yep. All the gear. Like, I, I obsess over tone. I never obsessed over tone. All during our, our touring and everything. I had one guitar, the Schecter. I played out of one amp. It was my Bolts or the B-52 before that. One cabinet. Pedals, same pedals. And now I'm just like obsessing over speakers and pickups and string <laughs> gauges and, 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 and all sorts of stuff, which is cool. Because, you know, it's, it's fun to dive into that, you know, and, 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 and just experiment with stuff. So Kurt could say That's the cool. same about drums. How many guitar amps have you had in the last two years? Last two years, probably I've gone through about 11 oh, to wow. 12 guitar amps. But I don't keep them. I, pl- I play them at the guitar center. And I'll play them at a couple shows, and then and, and I'm like, this ain't it. <laughs> they have a 45-day return policy, you know? Use I it. need to step away, guys. I need to downstairs. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to put an order in for uh, my food here pretty soon. It's 8.30. Um, you guys are going at 9, right? 9.30. 9.30. For sure. I, we could uh, wrap it up. I just got, like, a few more questions, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we won't, we won't ramble so much. Yeah. No, it, it's cool. I, I, you were getting really serious. I guess I just want to go off that. Um, you know, touring and stuff, stay, being away from their family, are, are you, you guys find yourself being happy all the time or you guys feel like mm, mixed emotions mixed emotions that's for sure happy and sad you know yeah i'd say that's <clears> probably <throat> the same for me like being away from the kid like it's a bummer mm-hmm. you know but we're not doing like extensive yeah. tours yeah right now like this is a this one's a one-off like yeah, are you mad. referring to tonight or touring like, just, or just in general just in general you know okay. you're a touring musician it's well, this, you know, this, yeah. this yeah. playing, playing, yeah. uh, playing yeah. music is a big part of our life, too, you know? Like, if I didn't have this, I would be missing this. So, you know, yeah, I miss my family if I'm gone for a week. But at the same time, we're doing something that we really love, and uh, not everybody has the opportunity to do that. So, at the end of the day, it's just like a work-life balance. It's the same shit. So Yeah, it's just a balance. you got to yeah. figure out, you know, make it work. And we're making it work, so, so far, so good. And you get to see a lot of cool stuff. You know, you get to you get to go to different states when you're, when you're doing the hardcore touring. Mm-hmm. You get to drive through the mountains, and then you're in the desert, and then you're in a cool city. You we've little... played we've played a show in every state in the United States except for four of them. Which one is four? Alaska, Arkansas, Hawaii. 
Hawaii and uh, one of them up in the in the top right. Vermont, Maine, Maine, Maine. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yep, we played in Alabama. <laughs> L.A. We played in Mississippi. L- we played in L.A. Montana. That would be Lower Alabama. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Next. Question. We've been all. We've been in all those states. But we played shows in every state. So. Before we ramble on. No, I mean I. I appreciate you guys at Ramble on. I appreciate you guys' time. Thank you so much for yeah, no worries. taking yeah, time out absolutely. of you guys' tour. And, uh, is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap this up? I do. What's that? All right. I got to give a big shout out to my sponsors, um, Pueblo West um, Canisura Dispensary. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Nick, for the sponsorship. Um, thank you, DabTech, associated with Canisura, and Fumo Pre-Rolls, associated with Canisura. Um, Canisura is changing um, locations, so please, everybody, try to get out there and uh, check out the new location opening up soon. Other than that, um, peace, love, and music, and um, Pueblo, Colorado, let's rock the Beat Foundation. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I like that. That's a good that send good. off. That was good. Yeah, that was smooth. Yeah, Jay, yeah. is that freestyle? Wow. Yeah. Thanks for thanks thanks for I having can't us even out. Sing too. That yeah, man, glad to have you guys out. Love you yeah. guys. We're family, and there's gonna be more to come. Staying with stainless events as well. Yeah, there you go. Stainless events has always treated us well. They used to make tacos in the backyard, and uh, now we're gonna order a. Uh, a bruised slopper. Yeah, I'm going to get the uh, the brioche turkey sandwich with chips. That's that's not where you place the order, but yeah. <laughs> uh, can I also get us? Where could the people follow you guys uh, so they can check you guys out? <clears throat> so our Instagram is at uh, the B Foundation, all one word. Uh, the same thing for TikTok. We don't really like fuck around with TikTok too much, except for look at chicks dancing and whatnot. Um, but we do have one, and I put band stuff on there. Uh, we our our Facebook is the B Foundation also, but it got hacked by somebody in Vietnam like a, a month ago or so, and they're trying to extort me to give it back to me. So I don't know. We can't post on there, but you can go look at shit on there. So Instagram is the main one right now. But I'm you motherfucker in Vietnam. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the fucking page back. I'm gonna get it back. I'm gonna get it back. I actually we're playing Cali Roots Festival in May. We that's uh. A very cool thing, actually. Yes. Dirty Heads, Wu Tang is playing that motherfucker. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, so we're playing on Sunday, May twenty eighth. We're playing on the Sunday. I'm super excited about that. And I sent the flyer to the Vietnamese people who stole my shit, and I asked them, "Will you please post this on our page?" <laughs> no joke. I got I got proof. <laughs> and uh, so. show in Costa Mesa. Oh yeah, yeah. and then. If anybody's listening to this in California, uh, we're playing November 18th at the Tiki Bar in Costa Mesa with our friends, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds. Mm. So, yeah. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. And it is brought to you by Carl's Jr. And <laughs> in and Every time out. I say it. <laughs> That's fire, guys. Well, uh, yeah, thank, thank you guys you. so much for your time. Are you an Oklahoma fan? No, someone left this sh- at my house after a drunk night, and I was cool. like, this is kind of nice. sick. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. again, um, thank you, Derek, for having us. Appreciate yeah, thank it. you, sir. Always, man. Anytime, yeah, anytime. Thank you. If All you right, need guys. any Street Champs merch or banners or anything, hit me up. I can help you out. Oh, I do yeah. need that. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. For sure. All right, guys. Street Champs, come get put on. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Patreon, all that shit. All right. Peace. Boom. Peace, love, and music. Mm-hmm.